This very special bonus episode of I Doubt It with Dollamore is brought to you by our generous listener supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you appreciate what we do and would like to join them, go to dollamore.com slash PayPal or dollamore.com slash Patreon. The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It with Thalamore. Show. Thank you for joining us this very special bonus episode of I Doubt It with Dollamore. I am your host, as every time, Jesse Dollamore, and I am joined today by my lovely and talented and scholarly co-host, Brittany Page. <laughs> Yes, you are. Are you? Let me guess what your question is right now. What? What is happening? I, is that the question? I, yes. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> there are objects being taken out of a bag and placed on the table. <laughs> I was going to say that it was off-brand Pepto-Bismol. Uh-huh. This episode of I Doubt of a Dollar <laughs> Podcast is brought to you by Pepto-Bismol Max. <laughs> For all of your diarrhea needs. Oh. Good times had by all. Upset Tom. We are also joined. Joined by the Renaissance man, actor, writer, mm-hmm. in stellar impressions of Mike Cernovich and Jordan <laughs> B. Peterson. I just learned today, yeah. Adam G. Simon. Oh, how is God. your How's your tum? You have a sour tum? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a sour tum? Is your tum tum feeling bad? It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, no, it comes pretty standard nowadays. Okay. So I, I had, uh, I think I told you guys about this, about the Lyme disease. Mm. Did I tell you mm. about that? Yeah, so well, we was, saw some stories about it on Instagram. Yeah, so I was bit by a tick about a year and a Get half right, ago. Make love to that oh, microphone. Oh. Get right so in So do you remember mm. being bit by the tick? Because I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Do you know when yeah. you're a bit? Okay, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, w- I was shooting... Shooting a project uh, for a network that has paid for some of the medical bills. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I was shooting this project. I was supposed to run through this field, and uh, my character gets shot, and I fall down in this grass, and I'm kind of uh, laying there dead with these insects crawling on me. So uh, I did it, and uh, like an idiot, when you're when you're acting in something, and a director says, "Hey, you want to do this?" You're like, "Yeah," and you you just do it. Yeah. Um, and that's cost me, you know, getting hit by a car. Like I've had all kinds of like injuries. So I'm yeah, yeah. So I'm laying in this in this grass, just sitting there with like insects crawling all over me. They get the shot. I go home. Uh, and I'm you know taking a shower and stuff. And I knew nothing about Lyme disease. Like I knew nothing about it. Uh, but I knew about ticks, and and yeah. sure enough, there was a tick uh, on my leg. So mm. I pulled out a lighter, burned the back of it. It crawled out and killed it, and that was that. Took a shower, checked the rest of myself, and I was I was fine. So then, uh, about six months later, I started to have all kinds of health problems. I was mm. passing out. I was having heart palpitations. Like it was, no shit. It, yeah, it was crazy. It was wow. really really bad. 
Um, so doctor after doctor, they're saying nothing's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Also saying it was like psychosomatic and like all this other stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm going to die. Like yeah. I can't work out. I was laying in bed for like three days straight. Um, and so finally I got this excellent, excellent doctor. Shout out to, uh, Dr. Shamus, uh, in Burbank. Uh, she's a, a rare disease specialist and so went into her and she's like, oh, it sounds like Lyme. And so they tested me for Lyme disease and came back positive. There's but, a test they could do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a bacteria uh, that's caused from the from the tick bite and it causes all kinds of havoc in your body. Wow. So they treat it with doxycycline mm-hmm. and it was like intravenous uh, antibiotics uh, so it wipes it out, but then it totally destroys your kidneys. Oh, so wow. I'm, I'm dealing with that right now. So yeah. I'm gonna like go in and see a kidney specialist this week, and it's yeah, it's just been. Do you, it's just been do you hell. think there was? Um, yeah, you, you always. There's no. Sometimes when you have a guest on the show, you worry. Ah, we might not have enough to talk about. Never the case. Never the case with me. Adam Simon. <laughs> There's always something going uh, on. <laughs> but d- did you find that maybe that the, there was a little uh, apprehension or trepidation to to take you seriously? Because, as you know, we are we are currently in Orange County, California. Yeah. And uh, it is kind of a fashionable. Lyme has become like a fad. Yeah, we, a little we know bit. a lot of like rich people who are like, "Oh, I've got Lyme disease." No, but you the don't. thing, the thing is, How they don't they go get... and get a test, though. Oh, fuck those! They guys. just they think that they cure have themselves it. with with light on their blood or crystals and weird shit. What the fuck? Or yeah. lotion? Yeah, no, man, yeah. lotion with lotion. <laughs> with lotion, you know, yeah. all the all the world's most severe disorders are cured by lotion. That's Adam. insane. Just a special cream. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a bacteria, and you need antibiotics. Yeah. So anybody who's running around going, "I have Lyme, and I'm going to will myself," it's like the same motherfuckers who are like, "I have herpes, and I just need to think positive <laughs> thoughts." I saw something like that on Facebook one day. Like somebody's like, "If you have herpes, you just need to remove stress from your life." It's like, "I'll go." fuck yourself yeah that is like, not gonna do donald trump well for his what is for <laughs> sure that guy has herpes for sure he's a germaphobe yeah yeah right, right. <laughs> all of these women right. he's like i don't like to wear condoms they're not they don't feel good yikes germs God. don't seem to be a priority so funny i saw i saw this thing uh I always get this guy confused with somebody else. I think it's Scott Derrickson. He was he was the guy who wrote Doctor Strange. Hmm. Um, get right in that microphone, Scott Derrickson. Yes, that is good. <laughs> so, um, but I and I I, I I know his first name Scott, so I could be completely fucking that up. But I did see a tweet from him where he said the reason I stay on Twitter. And it was a picture of Donald Trump's hair blowing in the wind, yeah. but, but done like the haunting. So it just like kept like rising, like they had photoshopped Wispy, it. Misty. Scott Derrickson. Yeah, Scott yeah. Derrickson. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's perfect. That's just a, confirming, just doing a fact check. Provided yes. a great segue for me. Um, oh, one more thing on the Lyme disease. Uh, this is for all the, you know, anybody who's, you know, being stupid about it or saying any, any of that kind of shit. Uh, after you get treated your uh, immune system, it, it becomes an autoimmune disorder because it doesn't leave your body. It goes mm. into fat cells. It goes into mm. muscle fibers. And so when it comes out, your body recognizes it and goes, oh, we remember and this motherfucker out. and freaks out. So that's what started to happen to me now is that my immune system has started attacking healthy tissues, healthy organs and stuff like that. Jesus. So I have to take immunosuppressants and steroids. Yeah, you get but forever. You're fucked now. 
Yeah, pretty much. There's no cure. You know <laughs> no, I mean? no, there's no. That's a bummer, yeah, man. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, inside, sucks. I'm super happy about it. <laughs> I have to paint the picture that I can't. So if you guys can introduce me to anybody who's using it as like. Uh, well, no, I, I don't think they're use. I don't think they actually have it because right. it's, it is one of those things that has become kind of a. I don't want to say popular, but common right. for like not. Yeah, look at somebody not like everybody has it. We I think it was Avril so Lavigne who had she it had like it. legitimately, yeah. and, and almost completely fucking destroyed her. Yeah. So yeah, I was convinced I had it after diagnosing myself with a WebMD search. WebMD, man, yeah. this is the worst well, thing in the world. Well, Page likes to diagnose herself <laughs> for many, many things. You can fall down the hole there. So, yeah. uh, you have all prolific shit going on right now got a lot of shit we love having on. you on the show this is your third time i think you're our only third time guest really yeah i think so that's pretty fucking cool so, yeah i just like hanging out with you guys yeah, yeah it's awesome <laughs> you guys have a great time so uh you have awesome projects that are happening right now one yeah. you're getting ready to act you have a, a, a part in a movie called boss level think if you blink you'll miss me and i and i also don't think i'm spoiling anything and so i don't i don't want to tread there but uh yeah it's directed by joe carnahan and it's got mel gibson which Frank is Grillo. by the way for the audience's edification uh joe carnahan wrote and directed smoking aces wrote and directed the gray yeah. with liam neeson yeah awesome oh my god he yeah. also takes care of biz on twitter yeah yeah. He also is a very, you are a very good Twitter follow. Uh, Adam Adam Simon actor and also Joe Carnahan yeah. is great. Is he Carnahan Joe or something? Yeah, Carno Joe. Uh, yeah, we we tag team yeah, motherfuckers all the time. Yeah. Between <laughs> Cernovich and uh, Donald Trump. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a, yeah it's we have good. a lot of fun. And it's, it's yeah, it's all in good fun. And I've yet to find anybody to contend. So I'd like to extend the invitation. There's any Trump trolls out there that would like to, you know, it, it, Joe said it, it. Joe said it perfectly. He's like, it's great for my writing because I use, you know, these trolls kind of like a speed bag, like just oh. to warm up yeah, and get yeah, ready yeah. for the day. It gets the muscles all active. Uh, yeah, but the blacklist is his stretch, which is a great movie. I don't know if you guys have you seen Stretch? Mm, I don't think so. Oh my god. He's talk solid. about talk about making fun of Los Angeles. That's a movie to see. That oh makes, yeah, yeah, totally oh, makes. I fun love of to life. make fun of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and then you're writing. Yeah, you're you're getting ready to have like all kinds of shit happen right now. Yeah, a lot of stuff. This is the summer of Adam Simon. This is the summer. It's like this you got summer hired of Adam on Simon. exclusively to write movies for Frank Grillo. Yeah. I'm down with and that. And Joe Carnahan. Dude, I'm down with that. I will write movies for Frank as long as that fucking guy is breathing. Uh, yeah, he's fantastic. I've got, um, well, the the one that uh, we finished, Point Blank. So that's being done with Netflix and mm. Gaumont. Uh, and it's going to be a Netflix release? Yeah. They're and not fucking around, man. They're not. They're not. They poured like $7 billion into yeah, original content. Yeah. And they are spending it. Yeah, they're doing it. And meanwhile, Amazon is like, ah, we're all in on the on the Lord of the Rings. We're just going to take all of our <laughs> chips and just... Are they the, doing something with Lord of the Rings? Oh, my God. It's it's the most expensive uh, undertaking in, in the history of television. More than Game of Thrones, more, mm. than, more than anything. It's like, I think the production budget is something like $150 million. It's going to be a TV show? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I TV know a lot of nerds of that are really... Where's my camera, Taylor? A <laughs> lot it? of nerds that are really, really happy right now. 
But how are they going to expand the story of Bilbo Baggins into a into a series? I don't understand. Are they going to feature smog? What's going to happen? Yeah, I don't know. Wow, I don't know. Well, so lot. so tell us about uh, yeah. What so that going on? Um, so that is uh, yeah. Gamont's fantastic. I think I I kind of hinted at it the last time we were together. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gal Joanna Byer, who's just a phenomenal producer. She's fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, so the script's written. It's currently being put together. Um, I can't, I, I was trying, I was trying so hard to cross the finish line uh, so I could say who's uh, involved in that on the directing side. Mm. And he's just a bad ass motherfucker. I love this guy. The guy who's going to direct is just freaking phenomenal. So when I can talk about that, I'll update you guys. Yeah, but, yeah. but he's great. He's fantastic. Um and just like part of the tribe, like he's just a really, really cool dude. I, I just think the world of him. Uh, but Frank's in that. And then uh, The Raid, which Joe and I wrote together. Uh, so we, co- we co-wrote the script on that. Joe's directing. Uh, Frank's in that. Uh, that's And all these are under the War Party banner, which is Joe and Frank's company. Mm. Uh, so they have a film fund. And, and Joe's got a film coming out called El Chicano. Uh, which is also great, an entirely Latino cast, nice. uh, Latino director, uh, Ben Hernandez Bray, who's phenomenal. Uh, he's a really, really great dude. Uh, so that movie. So yeah, boss level, El Chicano, The Raid, Point Blank. It's, it's. How, how yeah, does it's that, how crazy. is. Um, and doing a short film right now. What's your, <laughs> what's your process like for writing? I mean, uh, from like you conceive of an idea and then you. You just write a shitty first draft. I mean, what? Yeah, what? like if if it all starts with somebody uh, promising to write me a check, that's the most important <laughs> <Yeah>. part. <laughs> it used to be like I gotta tell something. I gotta have this artistic, and now it's like, man, motherfucker, pay me. Like I just yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. I got kids going to college. Um. So yeah, no. Uh, it's it's different. Every single time is different. The thing that doesn't change though is work. Like you have to, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You wake up in the morning and you write. And even if it's, uh, it, it just doesn't matter. You have to have that discipline of just waking up and writing. Like I'm writing every day. Like you, you have to, um, so many people, I, I got approached by this, um, writer <laughs> a few weeks ago and he said, this is, this is my script. I've been working on it for 12 years. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like since wow. January, I've written 415 page scripts. Like, what are you talking about? And I understand that everybody's different. We're call and kind of all at different levels of the game, but, um, you can't be precious about anything and you just got to put in the work. Like you, you have to write. Yeah. Um, but every single one of those has been different. The raid was different because when, I first spoke to Joe and Frank about it. I was like, why are you doing it? Like, why? Like, the, the original film is really, really great. Like, why do a remake? And Frank said something really cool. He said, you know, it's not a, it's not a remake, it's a reimagining. If you could figure out a, a, a way, mm-hmm. something that sure, you're kind of sure. dialed into. So the story is about two brothers, really. And it's also, I, I think, very timely because it has a very heavy military component. And we're also talking about why do we fight with the people we love the most? Like, and I think about that over my life. I don't know about you guys, but like some of the biggest fights I've ever had have been with the people that I care about the most. Sure. Um, and so we explore that and mm-hmm. we, we got to explore that. And then with Point Blank, 
that movie is all about the fear of becoming a father. <laughs> so just like, just the dread of like, oh my god, like what, <laughs> like I'm about to be a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it helps to draw on personal experience. Oh yeah, write what you know. Yeah, like that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, um, I remember uh, speaking. Uh, to somebody uh, it was at a comic-con somebody uh, came up to me and we started to have a conversation about writing and they said uh it was this gal and she said i've got this really great idea about robots and zombies and the zombies and so we talked about this for a while and i'm like yeah but (laughs) i was like but what's the um like what's the message you're trying to say like what's what are you trying to why do you care about this? Why do you want to tell? And she's like, well, I've always loved robots. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But, you know, any any kind of anything. I think even with the first Transformers uh, film, Steven Spielberg said, make it about a boy in his car. Like it's about the relationship between, you know, just like E.T. It was like the relationship between this boy and this extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. Um, so even the big kind of blockbuster films... Um, yeah, you got you got to have this this story at the heart of it, and you can always go back to that. As someone that tends to procrastinate, it's oh, yeah. hard for me to um, think of like going to the computer every day and writing something, even if I like there's just nothing coming to mind. So yeah. how do you like work through that if if there's just nothing awesome there? Awesome question. Yeah, uh, screaming. <laughs> there's on my Instagram. I have that uh, video of that dog just howling. Yeah. When the people are like, "What's your process?" And it's just a dog going. Ah! <laughs> and he's screaming like a human. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. process. Um, I, you know, I I think you have to pick up the DNA of your subject matter. So, for example, Point Blank takes place in uh, Los Angeles. That location is kind of shifted. But the central theme of it is around a corrupt uh, unit within a police department. So I went down, I hung out with the LAPD. You know, my father's a cop, but I didn't want to just rely on that. So Mm -hmm. I went down, uh, you know, hung out with narcotics officers, talked to them. There's a a component of it that takes place in an emergency room, like a downtown chaotic emergency Mm -hmm. room. So I went down there, spent some time with some EMTs. So I think part of that, like if we're talking creative writing, of course, picking up the DNA of the, of the story you're trying to tell. Yeah. And so if you don't know something, learn about it. So, I mean, for you, nothing's probably more irritating, uh, having served in the military and watching a military movie and going, Oh God, they don't do that. They don't, Dude, they yes. don't talk like that. They don't move like that. Like it used what to, a bunch it of used shit. to really bother me. Yeah. Like, like too much, like calm down. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. But even like, if they're wearing their rank wrong, yeah. if a Marine is calling, because uh, in the Army, you call, hey, Sergeant, hey, Sergeant, right. like all the way up. Yeah. You don't do that in the Marine Corps. Uh-uh. You call a Staff Sergeant, Sergeant, and yeah. they're like, you just fucking demoted me. Yeah. That shit used to really drive me crazy. And it's still, it's do the due diligence, do the research, find yeah. out what, what have somebody on, uh, on as an advisor who can set you straight on shit. Absolutely. But, I think it's awesome going going and uh, yeah diving in and learning. I had a great conversation with the guys who did the first metal, um, Act of Valor film. Uh, that was the one where it was uh, all the actors were military, uh, former military, or, or that's a Clint Eastwood one, right? But the train? No, no. Uh, 
that that's um i know what you're talking about it's got a similar title it kind of sounds the same this is the one where they use like live ammunition and and had yeah it was crazy and it it looked great it was fantastic and like and again not dissing the film at all it's just they couldn't none of the guys could act their way out of a wet paper sack Uh, we 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 talked (laughs) Brittany and i talked about that the eastwood movie that is telling the story of the the three uh, and he did the same thing who were on the train and thwarted a terrorist attack sure they used the same guys and come on commit to the art commit to the craft don't you can tell the story better if you hire someone who is a a a seasoned you know yeah and you 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 don't have to honor them by having them in the movie you can honor them by telling their story pay them for their story that's how you honor (laughs) acting's acting's a really interesting thing and and I don't, I don't know anybody who watches The Voice or uh, America's Got Talent or any of these talent shows and watches somebody sing like mm-hmm. and just kill it, right? Like the professional singers. And after it's over, they go, "Yeah, I could do that. Right, right I could right. do that. Yeah." Uh, I, d- I don't know anybody who who does that with any other kind of artistic. Uh, endeavor painters any of that sure but when somebody sees an actor they go oh psh, fucking actor i could do that that's so easy and it's like yeah no you can't yeah <laughs> there's I, yeah there's a i agree yeah there's a, a a craft to it and even within acting itself it's like there's levels to that then i then i start looking at it and going okay are you you know a vin diesel actor because you know vin diesel does this thing and does it well and he's really great to watch he's vin, diesel, charming. He's vin diesel and everything but vin diesel is not you know, Shia LaBeouf is not Daniel well, Day-Lewis. There's right, a reason right. why Meryl Streep right. is dragging down Oscar nomination after Oscar nomination. For sure. And uh, other people, will say, aren't yeah. all the time. It's not because the fix is in and she's just lucky to be liked by everybody. She's killing it. That's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. I had a great conversation with this uh, guy who's a, a technical advisor. He's a military advisor. And he was on this kick of like, if you're doing a, a movie about military personnel, it should only be military. Like you, you nah. shouldn't, you, only actors who've served in the military. And Adam Driver uh, gave a TED talk, which is really cool. And if you former get a, Marine, yeah, Adam yeah, Driver from Girls and oh uh, yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Um, and he gives a great TED talk where he talks about it, and he says, you know, I was in the military. Now I'm trying to bring the the I hate this word so much, but like the craft. Uh, to yeah, I, it's good. yeah, to those people, and and I'm quick saying to judge on dumb shit like that, right? And I right. think I yeah. give a tacit approval. Yeah. To it <laughs> oh, so then it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So it, his whole point was like, look, if you if you want to do something within this world, then you need to study, just like any other discipline. Like yeah. you right. you need to know how to uh, you know how to hit a mark and deliver your lines as if you didn't memorize them as if it's just coming off you naturally like yeah, that's yeah. a skill then you got to hit your mark do your lines and come off emotionally connected to what you're doing on top of looking real then you got to add to that sure. if there's a character a character walk an accent any anything that's happening so there's all these layers that you put into a performance and it's it's not just well, I I played a Marine, so you know I'm going to be a Marine. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's not the story we're telling, you mm-hmm. know. So it's interesting. I think a lot of this could even apply to uh, your writing. Yeah, you know, a lot of the same 
Um, Every Lyft driver I've ever had is a screenwriter. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. you, you know, it's, it, it's like you're talking about putting in the work, and it's the same thing for the acting. Yeah. You know? um, I, I, people ask me, I used to uh, lecture at a community college here about podcasting once oh, a semester, and the, the, the question that I've been asked a million times is, you know, do you have any advice for up, you know, people who want to start a podcast or if the, who want to get into YouTube? What's what's your advice? It's stop planning to do yeah. and fucking do and do it. Do it. Even do if you it. do it shittily. Yeah. Do it. Don't yeah. plan because you, you, you'll be planning forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the guy who has his 12 year script. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect. You, you yeah. got to you got to make a. You got to pull the trigger. Yeah, you do. And, and you, you pulled the trigger uh, a lot this year yeah, or the last year. <laughs> yeah, I've just been kind of silent on the on the creative front, just writing and doing these things. And then uh, even even the short film, it's, you know, I, I wanted to tell a story about um, abuse. And that's a topic that we've we've mm-hmm. talked about both privately and on the air. Yeah. And I, I wanted to tell it, but. I've I've never seen it. I've seen some films that kind of tackle it in a in a right way, but I've always struggled with this idea of, especially growing up in a religious household, of forgiveness. Like, mm-hmm. what what does that mean? Mm. Like, what what does that really mean to forgive? And what where are those lines between justice and mercy? And you know, I just wanted to explore that. And actually, what got me on it was uh, Shia sent me a script for a movie he's doing called Honey Boy mm-hmm. uh, that he wrote. Hmm. And you want to talk about the most meta thing you've ever heard in your entire life. It's a script about him and his father hmm. and their relationship. And he's playing his dad. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So he's going like all the way down. Yeah. You know, the, but it, because he wants to understand, right? Yeah. He wants to explore that. Yeah. And so in reading the script, which is a beautiful script, and I had no idea Shia could write like that. Um, and in, in reading that script, I was like, okay, I, maybe now's a good time because finances are, you know, getting stable. <laughs> you know, right, things right. are looking good. I got some projects. Maybe I need to explore this. So we got a great, great cast. We got this director, Ted Leonard. He's worked on... He was like a first AD on Big Eyes, that movie, that oh, Tim yeah, Burton yeah. movie. Um, great DP, this guy, George McGuire, who's like legendary acting coach, uh, and instructor. And he was in fight club and a bunch of other movies. So we're kind of going toe to toe with each other. And just as like, uh, a coincidence, the director reached out to George to play my, uh, father in the film. That's not real. He's actually based off of another family member. And in my life, I use the word family uh, member very loosely but george uh taught joe carnahan acting hmm. in college i had hmm. no wow. no freaking idea and and suddenly this guy's on board and now we're talking it's just weird that's the town's, awesome yeah the town's really I, small. I like i like the exploration especially right now today with what we're facing but i like the exploration of of forgiveness yeah because right now with donald trump in office and all these evangelicals selling their goddamn souls. It's pretty um, crazy. Well, you know, we're going to give them a mulligan. You know, even we Christianity is all about forgiveness. But in the Bible, it, forgiveness comes when you ask for forgiveness and you offer penance. You, 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 some contrition. You, yeah. you, you admit you're wrong and you ask for forgiveness. 
which is something he brags about not doing. Right. He yeah, doesn't yeah. apologize. Yeah. So I like that you're exploring it because it isn't just it is freely given. But there, there are requirements to, to forgiveness. Yeah, everybody. I've, I've seen so many people saying, judge not, least ye be judged. Yeah, Matthew and I, chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Right, and the actual translation of it is, judge not unrighteously, yeah. least ye be judged unrighteously. Well, it goes on it's to a, talk about, take the, take the plank out of your eye before you go look at the speck in someone else's, right. which is what encapsulates the righteousness. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You, we can all point and see who's wrong and acting like an asshole. Yeah. Jesse uh, D taking us to church. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and God did declare Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so I, I, what, is, what is up with that side note? The cadence, right? Not just with pastors, man. but all religious leaders. I've, I've noticed this. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, and it's fascinating to me. Like, you just did it for kind of the evangelical. And yeah, God yeah. said, yeah, you know, oh, that yeah, kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah. And then with Mormons, it's no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They do yeah. this weird thing where like any any talks, any Mormon leadership, like when they get up there on the on like general the stands, conference. Oh yeah, like general so conference. Weird, it's man. like And it's not like it's not <laughs> like, your typical it's so even, weird. It's not even just like white guy up there being boring. Even like when they have their elders from or their 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 state presidents and their, their yeah, church yeah, leaders yeah. from like South America or Asia come in. They, they do the take same the cadence. weird shit. It's yeah, the cadence. It's super weird. Is, is there some psychological... There has to be. It has to be like an evolutionary oh, thing. Emulation. They just... Prop saw Brigham somebody Young do it. Joseph Smith acted goofy like so that. And weird. then they just carried on. Yeah. And I, 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 mean, I don't want to answer the question for you. But well, I haven't weird. investigated this. So uh, <laughs> but I've also noticed it. A good project. research question. Yes. I've also noticed it even with uh, public speaking. Hmm. That people and and I, and I love everything that's happened with um, the uh, excuse me march uh, march for our lives yeah. and the Me Too movement, but the second that people and again not criticizing anybody, I'm just making an observation that the second anybody gets a mic in front of them, mm-hmm. and it and it doesn't matter, Scarlett Johansson who's like an actress for sure versus. You know, like David David Hogg, like yeah. a, any of these guys, they're always like, "And we will, and we'll go." Yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's it like, rou- what it rouses, is that? It rouses the crowd. I mean, that makes sense. Even even like when I'm doing a, a, like a, a hype video, when stuff, I'm doing yeah. a video for YouTube, I don't uh, I don't gesticulate like I do normally. I right. I gesticulate. I, I read. I read That's a good word. Differently, <laughs> I, you know, I'm more more um, purposeful in my okay. in my yeah, words. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit more informal and we've talked off the air, you know, a million times and I'm pretty much this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a character. I, I'm I got asked by somebody. They said, yeah, but Jesse, this, he, he does this character thing. And I'm like, no fucker. Like that's him. <laughs> like he is this like Santa Claus who will fuck you up. Like he's just this, <laughs> he's, he's just like Santa Claus on test supplements. The first, well, I, the first I, time, go ahead. I think, I think, I think what it is, is people have heard enough from like boring speakers that yeah. they know what not to do. Yeah. So it, it could be just emulation where I don't want to get on stage and like bore everybody to death. Oh, that makes sense. Right. Um, yeah. So it might be some of that. Well, yeah. But there's also just naturally gifted speakers yeah. that they get up there and they just have it. Well, because if you if you maintain the same pitch and and quality to your voice and sure. timbre, 
it is like the Mormon General Conference where it's yeah, maybe it's boring. Yeah. But if you, no one you cares. vary your levels yeah. and you're, you keep people engaged. You and know? also in those circumstances, people laugh at jokes that just aren't fucking funny. Like if you were doing, <laughs> if you were doing like yeah. open mic night somewhere and you were like, you know, my wife, she said, you know, you do one of those like totally cornball yeah. fucking jokes, but they just slay at yeah, any Mike religious Huckabee event. would be a fucking failure <laughs> yeah. as a stand up, but he has but people just slapping their knee. Oh, that guy's so funny. Yeah. It's, no. It's crazy. He's not. Yeah. What else is weird is the, the <laughs> and this is right along lines of what we're talking about, is the Tommy Laren's got this thing too. Yeah. Well, she does uh, this the worst. that that talking this into the new camera thing. Yeah, She's like, developed it though. Oh yeah, yeah. Because if you watch her old videos, this oh, it, this never, has not always been, been. I was talking to somebody the other day. It may have been on the show that I think that somebody got to her when she got to Fox and said, "You need to amp it up. You need to be extra Tommy Larrany, right? Because yeah. that's what we're paying you for." Because she was starting to like. No, she's never made sense, but she started. <laughs> she started to. Uh, kind of calmed down a little bit, and then as soon as she got to Fox, yeah, it's ramped like, back up. Well, even the whole thing, her statements before on climate change, on abortion, on all these yeah, things, she, she was starting to kind bit. of go, okay, maybe I need to, and then she's just all in on Trump, yeah. which is going to blow up in her face. But that that um, cadence thing is just so it's so fucking weird. She, she I think, uh, watched. She must have like locked herself in a in a room. And watch like Sarah Palin on fucking loop because <laughs> yeah she does have a very Sarah Palin esque uh, quality to to what she does yeah it's re- it's really weird and and less word salady yeah <laughs> and YouTube and all these formats has kind of brought all these weird personalities yeah. kind of to the forefront that and I I like it because everybody's kind of debating ideas mm-hmm. yeah but you can spot people's um carnival barker behavior mm. like how it works yeah, like well this you guy, can yeah yeah, yeah I mean, right. like being a student of behavior Very good. <laughs> and these people that are getting kind of free passes like this guy louder with crowder yeah you, you know this guy Stephen yeah. crowder Stephen yeah. crowder and I've seen him sit down and have rational conversations that perfectly make sense. But when you follow this, he's like Mark Dice Light. Like mm-hmm. if you yeah, if you follow this format of I'm going to show up somewhere, set up a booth, and show you guys what real college students are thinking about. Yeah, right. And then he gets really aggressive with yeah. his body language. He gets in people's faces, and he does this shell. He's not game. a little guy either. I mean, no, he's not, not a giant. But he does this shell game where he'll insult you but insult you so quickly and move on to the next topic that you don't have an opportunity yeah, to respond. Yeah, yeah. I saw this video with this kid that was eating him alive uh, on the on the points that he was bringing up. And the kid was relaxed. He was sitting back. He, said, yeah, he threw in a couple barbs there. But then Crowder does this thing where he sits forward. He's like getting right in his face, shoves the microphone in his face. He's like super dominating with his, with his posture. And then he goes, yeah, you know, we need to keep it civil with each other. Like if I was to, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but he threw out two insults in a row. Like if I were to say, you know, you had squinty eyes and you look like a little douchebag shithead, then, you know, that would be insulting. And we don't want to do that here anyway. I wanted to ask you about Syria, you know, and it's like, Dick, you are you're a fucking dick. He, listen, <laughs> like, there, what wouldn't you, you love doing? to be approached by these people? What's that? Wouldn't you love to be approached by it. these people? <laughs> I would love it. There are people who walk the earth, and I. This is a, a phrase that I used today in a message to someone. 
And I said, that guy strikes me as someone who's never been punched in his fucking face. Ever. Ever. And that's not to to, to uh, endorse violence or promote violence. But you've been you've had your bell rung. You you walk you comport, softly with people. you comport yourself yeah, a little bit. Differently. You know, it's like, well, <laughs> this guy might just punch me in the face. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be cool. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I also I, I treat people. One of the reasons why I don't uh, I really avoid Internet argument like on Facebook is because I'm going to treat someone just like I would treat them to their face. And it's not cool because if you're being a dick, you're being a racist, you're being a homophobe, whatever, you 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 deserve to be treated poorly. Yeah. You're asking to be treated poorly. Any any time any of these characters, the Steven Crowder, Tommy Lahren, uh, uh not not so much Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro's just like uh he's like Data from Star Trek. He's just <laughs> an emotionless uh Vulcan. Speaking uh, of robots whatever. and zombies, yikes. <laughs> yeah, but his, but um, and again, I like I consume pop culture all the time, and this is something that's happening. So I've I've seen little little bits where I go, oh, he's you know he's got a point here on this one thing, or you know this person, Tommy, not so much, but some of these sure. other guys, I'll I'll watch them, and it's usually in those moments when they're one on one in a situation like this, where they're calm, everybody's kind of talking to each other. It's when he goes in with a game plan with an act with oh, a yeah. shtick sure. that it it's like you're being a dick and as we've seen with Tommy on the Daily Show as we've seen can't hang. yeah with yeah. Crowder on on Rogan like these guys when they get in a situation where you just take them to task and well, talk to Crowder's them Crowder's the their, guy their game goes just, to shit they're just incendiary they're bomb throwers they're rabble rousers he's the guy I think he is the guy who there's only two genders change my mind it's yeah. Oh, fuck you, dude. What? Yeah. So change my mind. Socialism sucks. Change my mind. Yeah, like, that's his thing, right? Yeah, that's you're the not guy. Yeah, and he shows up on college campuses and sets up a booth. The and Canadian. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like. Why okay. is it we get all the terrible Canadians? <laughs> we get Stephen Crowder. That's not Crowder. true. We get some good ones. We get we get Jordan B. Peterson. <laughs> Why can't we get any good Canadians? And again, on on Jordan Peterson, we were talking about this before the the show. I've, there's been some conversations that he's had. He had a conversation on a on a new program i want to say it's in australia and i could have that totally fucking wrong because i just i go down the rabbit hole on youtube and just yeah, hours yeah. and hours and hours the one with kathy newman where everyone was saying that he smashed her and no not that one there dominated. was dominated yeah yeah, you know. yeah destroyed yeah destroyed yeah and it, it i i saw one where he was talking about uh people being in, needing to be encouraging that's what he was talking about and he got mm. emotional about it and he was talking mm. about uh, the need for encouragement, especially with young oh, people. It was men. Yeah. Young men. Young men. Young men. It, I've seen it. He does. He starts to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I, it, that one, there's a couple other things like, like I say, when he's within the wheelhouse of what he studied really well, uh, I, I think there's some interesting things that he brings up. Same, and, same field as Brittany Page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clinical mm -hmm. psychology mm -hmm. professor. It's when, and you know that he's going into territory that he's not familiar with yeah. when he goes. Now I've studied a lot about this. <laughs> a lot. Shit. I've spent I've spent years studying this, and so I wanted. I, I I can tell you I know a lot. And he and he stares him down like a lot. And it's and you know you're like no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're you're treading into waters that you haven't really studied. That, deeply. By the way, when you have to say. <laughs> 
that it was almost as though Jordan I'm tr- Peterson I'm trying was, to work on, I'm trying to work on Jordan Peterson, Mike Cernovich, and Alex Jones all having a meltdown oh, about what's wow. going on with Trump. I want you to do that here in studio when you yeah, get amazing. it dialed in. It's just funny. It's <laughs> funny, man. And there's no... But, you know, it's either right or left... Super ultra, like what people have coined, like social justice warriors that are like, Mm -hmm. you know, or Antifa or like whatever, like those kinds of people. I get called that all the time. Which is bullshit, which is bullshit. And then people, you know, on the right that are like white nationalists and total fucking crazy neo-Nazi guys. And then there's, you know, this kind of room in the middle and people are being forced to say, well, I'm on the left or I'm on the right. And, you know, I think what's good about all this is we're having the opportunity to go, oh, no, this guy's got a good point here. Like, let's let's try to build on common ground. Well, let me say this, though. I think part of it is that people also can't say you know, I went a little too far with that. Or, right. you know, I said that wrong. Yeah. Um, like Jordan Peterson, when he was interviewed on Vice and oh he started God. talking about makeup. Yeah, and, what the fuck uh, are you talking about? How yeah. women are basically inviting sexual about? harassment when they wear makeup because they're making their lips look like vagina, sex, time. Weird. and <laughs> Weird. Yeah, whatever he was saying. And he he has to well, realize. I don't know. I, we don't know what the rules are. <laughs> I'm just asking the questions. It's exactly. Like, hey, go, but, but he go has get to know. Massage. Like when he goes home, <laughs> when he goes home for the day, he has to know. I went. I went a little too far with that. Yeah. You know, I don't actually believe that, and I just got a little caught up in the interview, and I got caught up. Whatever, just say it. Just they, send out no, a tweet. Nobody you know? likes to do that. They everybody's doubling down on their opinions. It would be especially powerful though for these people that are in yes. these positions to do that because it would model it for people on the internet, and yeah. then we would yeah. see more of I think just kind of collective beneficial discussion. Yeah. Let, let me say this though. You 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 made a point about people be on the extreme of one side or extreme of the other. If I'm, I'm not forced to choose, but if I'm choosing sides and I'm in a team with somebody, you, you better goddamn know that I'm going to be on the side of social justice. I don't know when, when that became a pejorative sure. term. Yeah. It's oh, weird. You social justice warrior. You're goddamn right that I yeah, stand yeah, for yeah. social justice. You're absolutely correct that I'm going to try to stand in the gap for oppressed populations, whether it be black or LGBT. Sure. And that other side yeah, it's crazy. It's not like, my team. Yeah, you got to know like who who you're standing with, and just that objectivity. Like I've watched every single podcast Joe Rogan's ever done, like every single one, and he's had some That's really like four million hours of yeah, content. Yeah, every single one, <laughs> dude. I'm like Alex. You ever hear that myth about Alex Cooper? How he had like all those television screens going at once. Who? Uh, or Al- Alice Cooper. Oh, Alice, Alice Cooper. <laughs> Excuse yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Alex Jones. He's got a, but Alice Cooper, how he had like multiple television sets going at once uh-huh. and just had to be, you know, bombarded with all this information. Yeah. So I've, I've done that and I've watched it. I think they're fascinating. I think Joe's got some fascinating stuff. But even I like on something like that, like uh, I think what's what's good about his stuff is he'll um, get approached with something. If he gets some new information, he can go back and go, "Okay, I was I was wrong about this. And I've heard him say he's wrong about Mm -hmm. stuff. But like uh, here's one example of that for me. And I'm a huge fan. Like I love his stuff. But he uh, you bring up Alex Jones. Any guest brings up Alex Jones on his show. And he's like, yeah, but have you partied with Alex Jones? He's so fun. Oh, you God. get him drunk. You get him high. We got him drunk and high on the show. He's super fun. He's just crazy, Alex. Like that's all Not he is. Good, he's crazy, dude. Alex. 
And in the same breath, he will look at something like the he will not divide us thing that Shia did and he'll go, oh, look at this fucking actor idiot, which, mm. you know, and again, people are going to jump on this. They're totally going to jump on this and say, he didn't say that. Like the, the, we, everybody loves to do the is, is and quote somebody exactly. He said he was being a, an idiot, like, mm-hmm. so yeah. to speak, I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the quotes in front of me, but I remember the video very specifically. He said, none of these guys are Nazis that are showing up at the thing. They're just having fun. They're trolling him. Right. Did you Make see excuses. him steal his flag? They filed police charges. Like, yeah. people were fucking arrested. Some of these assholes who showed up, one of them showed up in Arizona with a gun and shot, like, fired shots in the air, yeah. so they closed it down. Like, people were arrested. Like, there were actual white nationalists who had ties to Nazi party, yeah. all that shit, wearing swastikas. They weren't just, you know, like, guys having fun, wanting to troll Shia LaBeouf. I'm sure there were elements of that. Right. But there were people that were making death threats, motherfuckers who got arrested, white supremacists. And so for him to kind of go, oh, look at this idiot actor doing this thing and that's my buddy like mm-hmm. that's my yeah, homie yeah. like yeah. joe rogan would never say shit about joey diaz mm-hmm. like you couldn't pay him and that that's my relationship with shia so i got kind of like heated about that and then to dismiss somebody like alex like they go oh he's 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 just crazy no alex jones came on the air and said some shit about pizzagate and that caused right. a motherfucker to go drive to a right. pizza parlor and pull out a gun well you, he you has influence in a terrible that's way exactly right even if he's right about shia labeouf being an idiot and I don't think he is I think Shia has a good heart and he's actually yeah. trying to make a difference but even if he did if he was right Shia LaBeouf isn't a danger to the country 100%. and doesn't have the power that Britney was just talking about and, and wield it like a weapon yeah to to drum up conspiracy and paranoia that could lead to violence and see, has led to violence yeah people want to act vi- like he's just crazy yeah. right and it, he has millions of views. He has millions right. of People views. People follow he has a news him. Organization. Believe that he's legitimate. Yeah. Donald Trump has, has appeared on, on his show. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The president of the fucking United States is like, thank you very much for your support. I'm going to do you proud. Yeah. Like that's not, you know, a, an artist, a creative minded person, like doing something to express his displeasure with an administration that is obviously fucking corrupt. Right. Yeah. Um, so like there's a big difference. So you're going to dismiss this guy who has power and influence. Right. And is actually, I saw this vice piece. It was fucking terrible. This guy who, um, same thing, influenced by Infowars, like the whole whole thing, showed up to that pastor, the mm. guy whose church was yeah. shot. Yeah, man. How, it and makes you want to cry. His, just, his fucking daughter was killed. 15 And this guy's daughter. like, you're a crisis actor, you piece of shit. You do, and he's got to deal with that, all these death threats. Yeah. And you got this cocksucker who's, who's coming on air and who's saying, well, I don't know, we're investigating right now. It's a false flag. And for you to sit there and be like, oh, that's just crazy Alex. But yeah. you want to get down on my boy? Like, you want right. to talk shit about, about my buddy yeah. who doesn't wield that influence and doesn't have people walking into places with guns and harassing fucking victims? Right. Like, fuck that, man. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Yeah. And again, I love it. Like, I'm a huge fan, but that's like a hot button issue for me where I go, man, you're wrong on this. Like, you're dismissing this dude. Let um, me say also, let me say you know, this. Yeah. Anyway, I could talk the, forever no, about that. No, that, that, that whole thing about, well, you know, he did technically didn't say that. He, look, he talks for a living. He clearly knows where the line is and how to say and where to go and how to kind of skirt the issue so he can so he can claim. Well, I didn't actually know. That's not literally. Listen, I, I never. I, I, yeah, I'm fond of it, saying. I'm fond of saying that we have the commonality of language 
Yeah. You talk to me, even if you don't use the exact words, right. I know what you mean. Yeah. And and hiding behind shit like, like and, that bothers and, me. And again, like I don't think the actual quote was, oh, Shia LaBeouf is an asshole. Like it, it was just like, oh, he's an idiot. And sure, like you could look at that and go, yeah, that's not my thing. That's not what that's not what I want to do. But it was also giving uh, kind of an avenue for people that were frustrated with the system to kind of come out and do something with it. Yeah. Right. But it turned into a lightning rod for white supremacists because Shia was born Jewish mm-hmm. uh, and he's, you know, made that, you know, he's talked about that and that's what people were coming up and doing and they were giving him death threats and right. all kinds of crazy shit. People were showing up armed and it was crazy and people were fucking arrested and one of the guys that was at the protest who had charges filed on him uh, ended up being at the uh, event in Charlottesville. Uh, and they had them on tape in Charlottesville. And it's just like... Not real Nazis. Not real. Yeah, just do Come a Google on. search, man. Like, you can look all this stuff up. Yeah. Like, Luke Luke Turner even, like, documented it on his Twitter. And it's just like... You you can't be dismissive and call somebody crazy and, you know, have this kind of, like, lightning-type judgment on somebody and go, look at this fucking idiot. And isn't it great he's being trolled by these people and kind of encourage that behavior? Right. And then just be dismissive of somebody like Alex Jones who actually wields power and has real fucking ramifications for the shit he's And is doing, doing damage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We are not in a position as a he's country. He's not Art Bell. Like, Alex Jones right, right. is not, you coast know. Coast to coast. Yeah, AM coast to coast. Conspiracy theory guy. Rest in peace. But we're not in a place in the country. Oh, did he die? Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Uh, we're not a pl- in a place anymore where we can casually ignore or make arguments that racism isn't a predominant feature sure. of the American landscape socio-politically right now. Absolutely. Because Donald Trump ushered it in with open arms, promoted it uh, at his rallies, promoting violence and racism and bigotry and failing to disavow David Duke on the <laughs> yeah. campaign, you know, in that Jake Tapper interview. Yeah. Well, listen, he didn't know what he was talking about with KKK and white supremacy. He needed those uh, terms defined for him. It's the greatest, <laughs> that's the greatest. Uh, well, I'm when Jake Tapper says, well, I'm just talking about the KKK. So, yeah, if you don't want to <laughs> disavow that group because you haven't yeah. done your research. Yeah, that's maybe a little something's a little off. Yeah, maybe yeah. you need to yeah. maybe you need to think about uh, that a little bit. It's and crazy. that that combined with everything else. Yeah, that's right. Everything it's just, else. It <laughs> keeps growing the pile of evidence, right? Yeah. yeah, and the thing the the crazy thing is this conversation always always man and I I've, I've got so many people and look, I didn't vote for Trump. I wasn't really crazy about Hillary, but the you know, the conversation always goes into this well, how do you think Hillary would be doing right now? What do you think about Hillary? It's like, look, we bought a, a shitty, you know, 1969 Peugeot that's like rusted and has holes going all the way through. Right, right. Like it's a shitty car. And you're talking to me about, well, God forbid, at least you didn't buy the 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 fucking Chevy Nova that, you know, was right. the suspension was shot. It's like, that's not that's not the conversation. This is the car that we're in. How do we fucking fix this right, and right, get right. this back on track? It's yeah. not about it's what good, we would have had. It's a good yeah. analogy. Yeah. yeah. It's just, Although it's I would crazy. say it, it's not a broken down Chevy Nova, Hillary Clinton. It's like the I sensible Toyota Corolla. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hot rod, but it'll get you around. Get you the around. AC works. It's, you know, it's decent. And, yeah. And it's, and it's so funny to see everybody lose their minds right now. Yeah. Everybody's losing their fucking minds. Alex Jones included. Having oh, a complete yeah. meltdown and Coulter. All these people losing their minds because... 
the very things that Donald Trump campaigned on and said he wouldn't do, right. he's now doing. It's business as usual. Because yeah. it's the same lobbyists that own these guys. Like, it's it's just... It's but crazy. Adam, it's crazy. He's not a politician. He's not a politician. He's going to go in there and shake it up. He's <laughs> he shaking it up. Their money. This is he the thing we needed. Willingly. Is it the thing we needed? Like, was it turning to the Joker like the thing that we needed? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's absolute. That's exactly what's kind of happening in a weird Hollywood kind of a way. It's like, you know, you pressured people so hard with like the same kind of politics as usual kind yeah, of yeah. notions that they turned to somebody that they didn't totally fucking understand. This guy with you know one strand of hair wrapped around his head <laughs> eight million times a reality star and as ron perlman says a fucking shitty reality star yeah he's and, another good one on twitter and, ron perlman. yeah and this thing keeps popping up of like well he's successful you know give him credit for like his successes what fucking successes right like he inherited his money the majority of his businesses have failed or gone down a business like what the fuck well, are you that, talking not about not only that but people th- People, bankruptcies taking people for granted like, people credibly contend that he's likely very broke and on the hook for all these creditors european and russian um and that's why he won't open up open up his books he won't open up his tax returns yeah absolutely it'll show where the the influence really comes from and that is his creditors there's also something to be said for becoming successful on the backs of other people like yeah. not just the inheritance that he received but also the treating people terribly not paying people yeah. that build his buildings or the exploitation yeah jesus yeah. trump university sure. yeah Are you fucking kidding me that's a yeah. multi-level market that's a ponzi scheme right it's a pyramid scheme right like anybody that's looked into trump stakes trump university trump fucking resorts mm-hmm. i got here's a funny story this is told we'll, we'll is take it about the, trump yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, analysis? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. Yeah. I'm well, not kidding. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was I, a Trump branded urine test. Stop kit it. Stop for it. Vitamins. What? Yes. There. This is 100 percent true. Amazing. Uh, wonders of Twitter. You can that's find amazing awesome stuff out. Yeah. So my parents got in this. Uh, it was uh, God. Was it? It's been a long time. It's been about five or six years. They got in a horrible car accident. This guy rear-ended him doing like 110 miles an hour wow. in between. Yeah, in between. Uh, uh, Barstow and and Baker, like on that road to nothing fucking there. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So my mom was life lighted uh, to uh, Las Vegas, and so I drove. Spoiler drove alert: out. Everybody's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Every, everybody's all right. I mean, my parents are still going through crazy surgeries and all kinds of stuff, getting fixed up. But yeah, they're they're okay. They're doing well now. But uh, <laughs> we went down there, and they. Uh, from the accident, they like put us up at Trump Tower in in Las Vegas. I never stayed at a Trump Tower before, so we're on the we're on the 16th floor. I go into the elevator, hit the button, and the thing fucking drops. Like the free fall ride at Magic Mountain drops. Really? It, it goes. I feel the like I'm going whoa shit like like you know going up in the air, and I feel the brakes engage. And it goes like just kind of skids oh to a God. stop. So yeah, so I'm dealing with like you know my parents in the hospital. Yeah. I don't know There's if my a mom's metaphor for live. his presidency. Oh right my there. God! <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I hit the security button. I'm I'm. It was startling, but I'm still pretty calm. Yeah. So I hit the security button. I'm like, hey, uh, this issue just happened in the elevator. Can somebody come up and get me the fuck out? And they're just like, yeah, we're, we'll send somebody up. Be about ten minutes. You know, stay calm. I'm like, Jesus, ten minutes. Okay, ten minutes. I'm in there for a half an hour. As they're trying to get this fucking thing open. And while it's there, I, you know, any movement, you feel yeah, any yeah, movement. Yeah, of and, course. And Even just, if it's 
you're exaggerating in your mind. Right, yeah. right. Everything, yeah, it's that thing uh, why eyewitnesses are never reliable because a knife big the, this big right. is actually that big. <laughs> like, he had a Bowie a knife. And it's like, no, nah, it was a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. yeah, he had a butter knife. Uh, and so he... Uh, uh, so I'm sitting there and and it wasn't until they started trying to get in and I looked at the number and it said 14. I was I was 14 floors up that I went, oh, shit. Yeah. Like I'm dangling in open space. And then I was, I was trying to find a, like a way out and like all that stuff. It was just oh a my nightmare. God. Yeah. The whole stay there was a nightmare. Then uh, <laughs> they gave me like, you know, some complimentary stuff. They were like, sorry, you Here's know, Here's a Trump towel. <laughs> yeah. They were like, let's, you know, you can put uh, your meals on the room. We'll take care of it. And I was like, well, that's very sweet. Only I got get a fucking food poisoning. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So then I get fucking food poisoning on top of it. I'm shitting my brains out. It was, it was Did horrible. You go back into the elevator and shit in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. So for the rest of the lesson. Yeah, I know. So for the rest of the time I took the stairs. So I was doing 16 floors uh, of stairs yeah, coming and going. Yeah. It was from horrible. your taco bowl. It's terrible. Fuck Trump towers. It's the worst place to stay. Do not stay there. <laughs> well, I hope you gave him Can a I Yelp review for that. <laughs> no. I don't know. Everybody's so Nobody sensitive. listens to this show. Everybody's Don't worry sensitive. about it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, it, it, These it's cameras just, aren't even on, and the yeah, mics are—they've yeah. been turned off for a long time. Yeah, it's a weird. It's it, it's a weird time to be alive, man. We're just in it. I feel like we're inundated with information, like too much information. Oh yeah, especially you when you're that? on Twitter. It's yeah. pretty. It's overwhelming when you're on Twitter. Well, it's especially crazy. We talk about it on the show a lot because the news cycle is so overwhelming. That we're not able to cover. I mean, we could have a like a four-hour daily radio show, like 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 Howard Stern or something, just dealing with the news. Yeah. So much of it gets buried too, yeah, like the, yeah. the Trump University lawsuit and the settlement. And yeah, all that. the settlement that wasn't even that Nobody didn't pop up. Nobody talked about it. Yeah. Nobody said anything about yeah, it. Yeah. So so and much like, gets buried. There. <laughs> That's the other thing is that there, there's this contingent out there on the internet and Trump in Trump world that. It, nothing to see here you know there's that meme of the dog in the fiery room and he says yeah. this is fine <laughs> um they feel that way well one because they watch fox news and they don't really get the full picture of what's happening but you can't say that everything's fine when his campaign chairman has been indicted he his his, his, his lawyer has been raided right his 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 personal lawyer under that, criminal that was, investigation is likely going to be indicted uh his national his national security director Pled guilty to lying to the FBI. If there's if if Trump is clean, then why is he surrounded by, by all corruption. of this impropriety and criminality and yeah. panicked about it? Well, it's the deep state. <laughs> the deep uh, state has added in for uh, Donald Trump for a long you, time. Did you see? <laughs> did you back on Alex Jones for briefly? Did you see Alex Jones's fucking meltdown? It's pretty epic. Motherfuckers! Fuck! Fuck Trump! Fuck every! <laughs> fuck everybody! Yeah. Apparently. Alex Jones right now. So it's interesting. So all those people you slammed, Alex, like all those people you talked shit about, yeah. all those people that you said, you know, that were coming out in support and you were calling them pedophiles, you were calling them, you know, pieces of shit, globalists, all this other stuff, the false flag bullshit you were saying. Now you wake up in the morning and find out your boy isn't doing what he said he was supposed to do. Right. That he's everyone else knew this yeah, was going to happen. That he's a total fucking dirty <laughs> criminal. Yeah. You're you're finding this out and we're just going to look past the fact that this has been your campaign the entire time. Yeah. Like it's And he's given oxygen I mean, he he's like a, an Poor incubator. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter's having a meltdown as Alex well. Alex Jones is like an incubator for 
uh, dickholes like Cernovich and mm. and Prasibic or whatever that little or clown's Bill Mitchell. Name. You see this guy? Another, he's another one. Yeah, his show should be called like Rim Lighting and Botox. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> he's got this light that's he's, just there yeah, to hide yeah. the wrinkles in his forehead. He's all and just, he's just, bl- just dental implants. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. He just looks like Max Headroom. He if looks. You, remember he, that. you sent me that clip on Twitter. It looks like he's recording that from the inside of his shower. It's echoey <laughs> and it's like blue shower tile around him. Terrible. What is going on with that? I don't know. Link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like uh, what does Syndrome say in The Incredibles? He says, uh, "Once everybody's famous, then nobody will be." You oh know? wow! Yeah, or once everybody's incredible, then nobody will be right. Something to that effect. I just feel like this idea, like everyone has a voice, everyone has a platform. Not everybody needs everyone, to have it's a voice. Like, Definitely not. Ooh. Or or that everybody's opinion says the guy who might not need to have a voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's well, well, no, 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 not at all. No, you guys, I mean, it, it, you guys are educated about. Luckily, about Brittany what you're and I have resonated about. with with you know a, a number of people. Yeah, but th- the problem is, is when you're when you're pushing hate and division, like these clowns do. Yeah, that's, they're they're appealing to the lower aspect of people's inner self. Yeah, we really do try to appeal to people. Look, I get fiery and pissed off. And, I do too. And yeah, say absolutely. shit that I mildly regret that's a little aggressive sometimes. Um, but I am I I uh, strive on a daily basis to appeal to the the higher sense in people, the the better the better angels of people's nature. I think yeah. the other problem is that uh, it's not you don't get rewarded if you're moderate. So yeah, for sure, it's easier to be either extreme right or extreme left and do the attack dog thing. Like that's what riles people up. That's what gets yeah. people excited. So those moderate people that are like, well, let's be reasonable. Let's take a step back and think about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's not as exciting. Yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. I think uh, like I always go at the people that are on on the fringes and I've, I've the, like the people that are just insane, both both right and left. If they've got this burn it all down kind of mentality, yeah, like no those good. those are usually the people I'm engaging with on Twitter because it's like <laughs> it's like that's the cancer. It's like this this guy over here, like get rid of it. This dude over here. It is. Like it is a cancer junk. that needs to be excised. Yeah, absolutely. And so maybe that's the good thing that's coming out out of all this is that I think more and more people are going to go, you know, we're kind of finding a, a, a voice. But I disagree with the notion that Trump is actually good. That that what having him sure. in there right now is going to bring about. It's a very optimistic view. In fact, I heard uh, I think it was Chris Rock in his recent special who said that you know with Trump in office we're going to get Jesus Christ. Like Jesus Christ is going to you know fucking come back and show up. <laughs> the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, the going world. by that in times. Yeah, but I think uh, I don't think so. And I've I've got this crazy. I'm I'm seeing it with the Me Too movement. Um, you know, there's some definite, definite monsters that are out there. But I've seen something happen is we've gone to this place. I I saw this uh, woman. I really wish I had my laptop in front of me, but I, uh, there was a woman on Twitter that I engaged in a, in a conversation with and it wasn't uh, hostile or anything, but we, we started talking to each other, 
but she did kind of her story like this hashtag me too. And she said every day that she came in to work on this film set that this individual who hasn't been accused of anything, like nobody's accused this guy of anything, he would stare at her and it made her feel uncomfortable that he was staring at her hashtag me too. And I'm like, that's a far fucking way to go. Like that's, that's a really kind of like to push that bar like that far. We've talked about it on the show. Um, delicately because people get yeah, fired up about and it. and for sure. But it's like, the same thing like Matt Damon got dragged on Twitter because he said that... There are differences. There are, you know, yeah. There levels of severity. It's yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know, listen, uh, I don't want to take away from that, that lady's experience, but it certainly pales in comparison to, you know, the serial rape that was going on right. with Weinstein right. or the, the underage sex that was going on with with your boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spacey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you got legitimate Meaning, monsters. If anybody wants to know what that reference is, his boy, Adam told a story on the show. <laughs> or, Adam, you didn't tell that. You told us at lunch after the show. That and that was the first time, it was right? Before me yeah, too. It was That's before right. Before any anything happened. Yeah. And you were talking about what a great guy he was because, <laughs> no, no, because he, he showed you around the set and he was so nice. And then the Me Too thing happened. Almost had a spit and take. All, yeah. <laughs> all, all the information came out about it. And then you realized he oh, wasn't shit. being a nice guy. He was guy. grooming me. He yeah. was trying to fuck you. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like, it was like, wait a minute. And and even looking back on uh, where we ended up, which was, uh, oh, this is Brian Singer, who's, a, who's another, another guy. Another notorious boy fucker. Man, I, ta- I had a conversation with this a guy. This video's not going to be uh, monetized. <laughs> They're going to demonetize the shit just out the of this. the shit out of this. No money will be made off of this fucking video. You could just do a bleep, right? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, Brian Singer. I was I was talking to a guy the other day. Uh, mm, yeah, and like even then, like I have to check myself because there's... I've been in, dude, I've been in this town, you know, I was born and raised here in LA. I worked, you know, as a bodyguard for celebrities for a long time, uh, was, you know, a bouncer at at different clubs and, and I've been around and kind of in the service industry that services these people. Mm -hmm. I I even did uh, the media tent security one year for the Golden Globes and the Oscars. Um, it's really great guy, Damon. Uh, Damon, what's your last name? I know, I know he's gonna listen to this podcast, but he's a, he's a wonderful human being. But he kind of runs all. Just the, say all any the last name, and I'll bleep it, and then you can just blame it on me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, where I was going with that is, is uh, I man, I've heard these stories for years, and sometimes you don't know what's what's real and what's not. But um, some of these monsters are still there, and yeah. it's like you, well, it makes you wonder how many uh, non disclosure agreements and payoffs have been made where they're legally precluded from saying anything you know yeah. what i mean and it's and it's funny because the administration that's in power right now is coming after hollywood and and you know rightfully so like a lot of a lot of these people all these people should be fucking outed and get out get out the fucking doors joe was saying the other day he's like man it's a good time to be a good guy like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really yeah, good man. for us in hollywood right now it's good to be with the good guys um, but you know, there's, and you know, this from working in Washington yourself, like some of the shit that goes on there, we've, we've heard bumpkiss about any of the senators or any of any of the individuals that are, uh, being serviced by escorts and prostitutes right. and any of that. Sure. So we've heard nothing. We'll get an occasional like little blip 
in the in the bucket. But I know the guys that worked on House of Cards, like all the creators and everything, and the actors, they had unfettered access to uh, uh, Washington and kind of the goings on. Sure, sure. And the come away from that. Robin Wright's talked about it. Even Kevin, ironically, Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey talked about it as well. But he, you know, Robin Wright Penn, she even said, you know, I've the things that I've seen in Hollywood, and that girl's been around forever. She's seen a lot. Uh, I love Robin Wright. I think she's just phenomenal. Um, but she's like, it pales in comparison to some of the shit I was seeing that was going on in, in Washington. So I think just as a nation, like we, we have a problem and we need to deal with it. This misogyny, this, this, um, abuse of women and the danger I, I feel is some of these monsters are going farther or further underground. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a producer that I fucking know of. I've seen the police report. Like I've I've seen information about this fucking guy, and um and I I know the offenses he's committed, but I can but then again like it's the legality of the thing. The laws are set up where yeah. I can't say shit, right? Because now I'm gonna get sued, and the victim who I know personally, she doesn't want to say anything because that's not the legacy she wants to right. live behind. And that's most she important. Be there. Yeah, what, what the victim wants, I think. Yeah, is, absolutely. Is certainly something that should be taken into. A- into account the me too movement is also moving into churches right now and uh, the mormon church changing some of their rules about uh like the interview that teenagers start to have where the to get the priesthood yeah they can ask them questions about their sexual behavior and now they can bring an adult in the room with them they're like changing some of the rules um because of things that have happened in the past yeah and it's like why why like, why? Why are we doing this? Why do you have uh, anywhere from eight to 16 year old girls yeah. and boys going into a room alone with some fucking guy right. who, who might, who could be anybody from a lawyer to a doctor on one end of the spectrum to a manager in an Arby's or, you right. know, just, or stay at home to, like anybody because yeah. God called them to that office and they're now sitting alone with a child, with a child and they're saying, so, do you masturbate? Because that makes you impure in the eyes of God. You know, that's the devil talking to you. Right. These are questions. Like right. I, w- I went through those questions and you know, again, God, I keep going back to the, pub. maybe it's just because like the past three days I've just been watching just a shit ton of podcasts. Um, <laughs> but I went back and I, I heard Joe say, we talked about this before and I've heard other people say they kind of coined this phrase, even the South Park creators, uh, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone, like they'll say, well, Mormonism is kind of benign. Like they're easy, like they're kind of an easy cult. And you mentioned on the show before, you said, well, no, like Proposition 8 and like all this other shit that they're doing. Super dangerous for sure. But I think on a on a larger scale as well, what about like the instances that I've been in where family members are getting married, but you can't attend the marriage because you're, right. you're not a member. Right. Now you're dividing the family. Yeah. You know, you, funerals, like all, all these different things that happen, these events, these kind of life changing events. And you're saying, no, you can't be a member to this club. So you're causing division within, well, within which is the a, family. A hallmark of a cult. Yeah, Absolutely. It, that yeah. is 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 divide, separating someone from their family. So you have Scientology does that. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, that, they it, they've also in response to the Rob Porter situation mm. uh, had to tell people like don't encourage women to stay in abusive relationships. Like they've had to come and say uh, don't encourage because that. That was common yeah. practice. If a woman comes forward, don't don't say that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like it's 2018. Why was that being said? Why do you need to tell someone who's counseling people 
not to say that. Yeah. yeah. And with zero experience with counseling or anything, like it's just a guy. Yeah. yeah. It's just a guy who one day is, is working at Ace Auto Parts. Like the Pope. Yeah. And then God goes, <laughs> God goes, hey, you're the bishop now. You're going to be in, interviewing right. kids about masturbation. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like it's it's total uh, just there's a a relative of mine who just got uh the 23 and me thing mm. done uh which which I want to get done. And it's really <laughs> it's really fucking fascinating because she's sitting there and she's talking about where her what parts of the world that like her genetics come from and she's Mormon. So she's sitting there telling me this and I'm like Okay, so you're and she's uh, from Latin America. I'm trying to trying to protect these people <laughs> as I'm yeah. talking. I'm trying. I've gotten so much shit coming on the podcast. You guys are like in my family, Tell like everywhere. They're like Uh-oh. stop Everything. talking. But she comes on. And she starts listing off the stuff, and I'm like, isn't it interesting that none of that is Middle Eastern? Because according to Mormons. Like Jews came across right. the yeah, ocean yeah. in boats and landed in the Americas. And, and it's like the, nowhere the, in your genetics is and, and the Middle bad, Eastern. evil American Indians slaughtered them all. Yeah, right. And they Weird, were, and the good ones religion. had a white skin. White and delights them. White and delights them. And then the. <laughs> we, uh, we could spend ones with the dark skin. The whole afternoon talking about the wackiness of but all it was, that. It was so. really funny just to see not not only her, but other other friends of mine uh, and family members in the Mormon church to get this DNA r- test done mm-hmm. and then to sit there and go, uh, wow, it's so fascinating. And they're really excited about these yeah. ideas about where they're coming from. And then to sit there and by the same test, it's proven that yeah. what they believe Science. is wrong yeah. and you bring it up and go, hey, shouldn't you, according to your beliefs, be comprised of this, 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 and this? And they go, yeah, well, that, that doesn't matter. There's always like, some it doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't yeah. matter. Like the whole 12 tribes of Israel thing with, with Mormons too, how you're, you're all supposed to be part of a tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, that being alone with an elderly person, your patriarchal blessing, mm-hmm. where you go into some old dude and he gives you a blessing and tells you your future like it's all just just craziness like it's just crazy how long how long when did you get out uh it's been been about 10 10 years it's been about been about 10 years but, but you even, were in in you went on a mission oh, i was and, in yeah, in yeah. and it, and what's crazy is the orthodoxy led me to uh, <laughs> led me to inactivity and ultimately like atheism. Well, that's what <laughs> like happens. It's, I mean, it's pretty common. But, but it's uh, because you start to go, you start to go. Well, why? If I'm if I'm going all in, if I'm putting all my chips in, and I'm gonna, I'm going to be dedicated, and you know, I'm a very kind of a loyal, dedicated type personality, then it's. You know, if I train, I train hard. If I party, I party hard. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, if I have an addiction, it's, you know, I'm done. Right. Uh, so I wanted to know. So then I started studying biblical Hebrew, started studying Latin, started, you know, reading the Bible and its original text and sitting down with a rabbi and going, well, you know, so explain right, this right, to right. me. And going, well, what the fuck? Like the King James Version is nothing of what. Yeah, this sure. means in in the Hebrew. Even the massive sections of the King James Bible that are in the book of 
Mormon. Yeah, like the copy and paste. Yeah, weird. The same, sure. the same inaccuracies, the same translating problems, the same vernacular. Like all the issues are just copy. It's just it's crazy. But I wonder, and this is a question that's been coming up. I, I my my problem is if I feel like the, the inability of religion to evolve, mm-hmm. and that's everybody. That's Buddhism, Mormonism, Judaism, like whatever. That when presented with fact, it's just, well, I have my faith yeah. and, and we move on instead of kind of evolving and saying, well, okay, this, this is a new piece of information. We didn't know this before. So obviously this part of the story needs to be modified. Like mm-hmm. we need to kind of, you know, grow and move on, which brings me to starting a new religion with you two. So <laughs> I, no, I'm just kidding. Well, the deep burning question that I have long wanted to ask and I'm going to ask it now is when are we going to have you back on whenever um what do you have going on other than the three you always got something in some iron in the fire I do and before we wrap I want to give you a chance to to talk about whatever you got going on man we went all over we, we shotgun. Did. We were just like, just running <laughs> That's and just what we shooting. Do, right? That is like what that, we do. That uh, elevator scene with those the the in Trump Tower rednecks. <laughs> oh yeah, the, in smoke and aces. Like everybody's just shooting at everybody, and snipers are coming in the window. That's how we like uh, it. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm shooting that short film in San Francisco uh, in a, in a couple of weeks. It's a great cast. It's called The Hall, and we kind of deal with this. Uh, not only religion, but also abuse within a religious family. Um, and uh, yeah, I've got a, a television show I'm working on. Oh man, I got these two shows. I wish, and I know my buddy Noah Damby is going to listen to this and be like, yeah, fucker, when are you going to send that over to me? So Noah, I've been super, super freaking busy and he's filming movies and doing all kinds of stuff. You should check him out. He's a great guy. But we have a television show that we're we're doing together. And uh, another really close friend of mine, a uh, fantastic human being, uh, Gustavo Alvarez. We we have a series that we've been developing as well. Awesome. And I got a super secret meeting at uh, Scott Free, Ridley Scott's company tomorrow. So nice. Nice. I'll tell you about that. All right. Well, listen, for everybody exciting. who would like to follow Adam Simon on the Twitter. And that's everybody. If you want to be completely led astray by a <laughs> madman, I'm going to get somebody. I know. I just have this feeling about this one particular podcast. I'm going to get so many people just like, fuck this guy. <laughs> it is at Adam uh, Simon actor on Twitter. It is Adam Bell Gab. Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Adam. So it's A-D-A-M-B-E-L-G-A-B-E. I'm obviously a branding genius. On Instagram. <laughs> You're supposed to have equal stuff. All of that will be in the show notes of the podcast, the audio version of the podcast. It will also be in the description of this video on the YouTube. There you go. click right down there. Good times. Thank you for being here, sir. If you have any questions, because there most certainly will be a part four. If you have any questions for Adam Simon, you can call, leave a voicemail, 657-464-7609. Of course, you can always email a voice memo from your smartphone to I doubt it at dollamore.com. I thank you, kind sir. Thank you. For giving us of your time this Sunday. Brittany, thank you. And we'll see you next time. For Brittany Page, Adam Simon, I am Jesse Dollamore, and this has been I Doubt.